It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another broadcast of Take It to the Max. This is your host, Latanya Worsham, here on the Truth Network, 960 AM, 105.7 FM on your radio dial. Well, are you ready for the truth? Are you ready to take it to the max? I want to talk about the significance of being grateful today. So... I don't think you necessarily need to have a pen and paper handy, but I most definitely think this is the time where you need to be available to open your heart to hear what the Spirit of the Lord says to your heart today, okay? So keep it locked, and uh, you already know. We'll be right back. And create a skyscraper tall What kind of God can use pattern color Give it a name like Bob. It's no wonder how he can do every little thing he does for me. And if it had oh, it's time for today's two minute temple tip. In three, two, one. If you are stuck today, I want you to know that there is nothing to feel ashamed of. We have all been stuck at some point in our lives, so I'm not here to beat you up, but to help you out. I have felt stuck both personally and professionally on more occasions than I care to admit. And desire was not the problem. I did not want to stay where I was. My problem was that I didn't know how to unstick myself. If that's where you are today, I want to encourage you to do two things. Number one, come out of your cocoon. And number two, get around the right people. You see, when we are going through a hard time, it's natural for many of us to withdraw because we mistakenly believe that everyone is too busy to care. When the truth may be that they don't know what's going on with you and don't know the best way to support you. So if your current circle has not provided the level of support you need, I want to encourage you to come out of your cocoon and have a conversation. Now, if after that conversation, you still feel that you're not getting what you need, then your best next step may be to expand your circle. We must be around people that will challenge us to look at life and our ability to change differently. As Max Plant says, 
When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. When you step out of your comfort zone, ask for and get the support you need and open your mind to new ways of thinking, total transformation is not only possible, but inevitable. I have never seen a problem that will not bow to patience and persistence. So make yourself a promise. Take action today and don't look back. Talk to your spouse. Call a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while. Join a meetup group. Make an appointment to see a counselor or reach out to me and let's talk about how I can help. It's time for a new beginning. I'll see you on the other side. There is something so special about a wife who only seeks to do her husband good. Hello, I'm Deborah Ross. Proverbs 31 says, Who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Wife, Can your husband's heart safely trust in you? Does your husband think of you as a virtuous woman? It's not about your hair, your makeup, your wardrobe, or even your house cleaning. It's about your heart. So if you want your husband to treasure you far above rubies, practice being more like Jesus toward your man. Yes, a virtuous woman can be hard to find, but once a man finds her, he will have no need of another. For more on Strengthening Families, go to DeborahRossMinistries.org. Hi, this is Tony Emahale of Braveheart United. Today I'd like to leave with you a couple of thoughts about crickets. Have you ever wondered why crickets chirp the loudest in the dark? You know, in the evening after the sun sets? Think about it. Have you ever seen a cricket sitting in the light of the sun just chirping away? No, it's just not in their nature. It is in darkness that crickets, metaphorically speaking, feel safest expressing their need to be noticed and their desire to reproduce themselves. Another thing about crickets that's well worth pointing out to you is that crickets have no ears. The Word of God says, He who has ears, let him hear. Since crickets have yet to develop ears, they move in darkness in response to vibrations of movement, light, and sound. Ever wonder why it is that Whenever you start to giving voice to the Word of God, you get criticized the most? Or how about when you finally decide to straighten up your life and to begin living the righteous life, walking in your anointing and moving about in the things of God, yet it seems like people just can't keep your name out of their mouth in some twisted way or another? To that, I say, crickets. Nothing but crickets. So in the natural, so in the spiritual, metaphorically speaking. So what happens when a cricket reproduces itself? Here's a hint. The Bible says that bad company corrupts good morals. So anyone who finds good company among crickets will too find their highest level of comfort operating from a position of darkness, darkness of mind, darkness of thought, darkness of heart, 
darkness of conduct and darkness of spirit. The final thing I'll share with you today about crickets is that they talk a good talk. It sounds melodious to the ear, but always remember that the origin of sound produced by a cricket comes from a dark place. When in doubt, measure that sound against the Word of God. If you desire to silence the crickets in your life, you need to let the light of God shine through you. And then cause a shift in their atmosphere by moving in the fulfillment of that which God has called you to. And finally, number three, if crickets can't hear, metaphorically speaking, how can they teach you about hearing the voice of God, which they themselves have never heard? A cricket is perfectly comfortable with your immobility, your lack of movement. You're sitting still, you're maintaining your contentment from a position of darkness, sitting in a paralyzed state while they continue to chirp. That's why they are called crickets. Silence the crickets in your life today and be about the Father's business. There's a unique assignment attached to your life. And it is God's will that you fulfill it. This has been a Teachable Moment with Tony Emma Hill. Well, I'm back and uh, welcome back to Take It to the Max with your host, LaTanya Worsham. And I wanted you to know today, again, we are going to discuss the significance of being grateful, just sharing with you, you know, how important it is to have an attitude of gratitude. Amen. And today I just wanted to spend a little bit of time with you. I haven't taught in a while, so I just want to go in as the spirit of the Lord gives it to me. You mind? All right, here we go. So again, I want to thank all of you today for joining me. Uh, I tell you, uh, we've had an absolutely awesome week. It's been a very, very busy time uh, for me personally. But I want you to know that we have so much to be grateful for in this life, you know. And each and every day, you know, we have a reason to be thankful. And I think I think a lot of times what we're dealing with is... Um, we're so busy with our everyday lives. We forget that, you know, God is important in our lives. You know, we can't just be so busy that we don't stop for a moment and thank him. But the reality is, is that sometimes constant life's demands, struggles and worries, you know, give more room to defeat than to the heart of thanks. You know, we don't necessarily have a heart of thankfulness or we just forget in the midst of you know, all of our busyness, our pressures, just to pause and give thanks for all that God has done and he continues to do in our lives. You know, sometimes it really is a sacrifice to offer praise and thanks. We may not feel like it. We may be struggling. We may be even weary at times, you know, but the word of God says, be not weary and well doing for in due season, you will reap if you faint not. So, you know, we have to believe and feel like Uh, You know, we don't have to feel like God has let us down or or maybe you might feel like God has let you down. And, you know, we think God sometimes is distant or like he's far away or that he doesn't really care about us or he doesn't understand what's troubling us or our painful life, you know. 
that some people experience. I, I don't like to refer to my life as painful, but some of the painful circumstances that come in our life or if we might feel like we're losing hope might have, you know, set some of the things in a spiraling down uh, cycle where we don't necessarily see or feel God and don't really sometimes wonder even as Christians if he's really there. But here's, you know, what can make a lasting difference. And we have a choice every day, you know, to give him thanks, to give him praise, to give him glory. And with a heart of thanksgiving, we realize that no matter what we face, you know, God doesn't just work to change our situations and help us through our problems. He He's more than that. He changes our hearts, you know. His power through our hearts of gratitude and, you know, our minds being focused on him releases the grip of struggle that the enemy tries to put on us, you know, and we're strengthened by God's peace and refueled by his joy. Let me repeat that. You know, we're strengthened by his peace, his grace, his mercy, and we are refueled by his joy. Amen. God's word is filled with many reminders of how powerful and vital it is to have a thankful heart, to be grateful. You know, in this world, you know, a lot of people that we're around, you know, sometimes feel like they need to be the ones to receive the glory for us becoming and being who we are. But God said, no, it's by my grace, by my power, by my might, says the spirit of the Lord, you know, by not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. It doesn't say by my friend, by my cousin, by my uncle, by my aunt, by my spouse. You know, the glory belongs to you. No, the glory belongs only to God. The word of God says that, you know, truly uh, there is uh, no other way to Christ, but through him, Jesus. He said, I am the way, the truth and the life and no man cometh unto the father but by him. So, you know, we have to get our eyes off of ourselves because it helps us to focus back on God. Amen. It reminds us, thankfulness reminds us that we're not in control of anything and no other man or woman is in control of us, but that we serve a mighty God who is the great I am. He keeps us in a place of humility and dependency totally and completely on him as we recognize how much we need him. Yeah. Yes. Amen. It helps us to recognize that, you know, thankfulness helps us to recognize that we have so much to be thankful for, even all of the little things, which often we forget to even thank God for. But they really are the biggest, most important things in life. It's the small things like he woke you up this morning that he started you on your way. You might hear people say that in a testimony, but that's big, you know. It takes our thankfulness, takes our attention off our problems and it helps us instead to reflect on, to remember the goodness of God, the goodness of his many blessings. It also reminds us that God is the giver of all good things, you know, that we were never intended to be self or fully sufficient in this life. Anyway, a grateful heart reminds us that God, he is ultimately and he is the ultimate only provider that all blessings and gifts are graciously given to us by and through his hand. Amen. A heart of gratitude leaves no room for us to complain. Wow. You know, I mean, that is true. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know that it, it doesn't, you know, leave room for us to complain for it is impossible to truly be thankful and filled with negativity and ungratefulness at the same time. So you can't be both at the same time. You know, it also makes gratefulness also makes the enemy flee, you know, to be thankful, to be appreciative of God. You know, the forces of darkness can't stand to be around the hearts that give thanks and glory and honor to our God. Our praise and our thanksgiving will make the enemy flee. Amen. 
And it also opens the door for continued blessings as we say, Lord, I thank you. I give you praise. I honor you today. I bless your name today, you know. And we just thank God for that. Our spirits are refreshed and renewed in God. God loves you so much to give you gifts. You know, Uh, we are his children, but yet he continues to give us gifts even as adults because we're still his children. You know, God delights uh, in our thankfulness and pours out his spirit and favor over those who give honor and gratitude to him. You know, in Psalms 95, 1 and 3, it says, Oh, come, let us sing for the joy of and to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and he is great above all gods. Amen. Yes. Psalms 118.29 says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Psalms 9 and 1. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all of your wonderful, wonderful deeds. Psalm 717. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness and I will sing praise to his name of the Lord, the most high God. Amen. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Amen. Amen. And that was Colossians 3 and 5. And here, Colossians 4 and 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And lastly, James 1 and 3. No, let's see here. James 1 and 17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to his change. In other words, you know, even this scripture, lastly, do not, I'll say this, you know, I'll close here. Do not be anxious about everything or anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Mm -hmm. But in everything, in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Look at that. Let your requests be made known unto God. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to tell the Lord, thank you, Lord, for your amazing power and work in my life. For Lord, I'm, I'm, I thank you for your goodness and your blessings over me, you know. Thank you, Lord, that you're able to bring hope even through the toughest times. You're strengthening us even through our purpose, Lord God. Thank you for your great love and care, your grace and your mercy that you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Yeah, we want to thank him today for incredible sacrifices that he has made. Yeah, dying, being buried and rising again. And guess what? Coming back for his church that we might find and have freedom and life as we have here on the earth. I will be done on earth as it is in heaven here. And we thank God for forgiveness that we know, uh, you know, thank him enough. Father, help us to forgive you more. I mean, forgive you more, not forgive you, but for you to forgive us. Yes. And thank him for all that he does. Help us to set our eyes and our hearts on you, Lord. That's what we have to ask God as we thank him, you know, renew our spirits, renew our joy. Many of us has lost, have lost our joy in many ways, you know, but God says, no, you know, I come to bring joy. 
not just happiness, but joy. As you begin to thank him, you can be restored back to your place of joy. Wherever you've lost your joy, God said, I can restore the joy of your salvation today in the name of Jesus. He said, I can do it. I will do it. I can. I promised I would, but you got to get before my presence and begin to thank me for what I've already done, what I'm doing and what I'm about to do in your life. Amen. I tell you, God is a faithful God. And we just thank him today. What would we do without our Lord? Amen. And I just wanted you to just have this moment where God could speak to your heart, where you understood how important it was to thank him today. And guess what? That's all I have. But I want you to get ready for a great friend of mine who does an awesome job talking about reclaiming your life. Uh, She's normally on Fridays on another network, but I want you to take a good listen to Dr. Valerie A. Mills. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. God bless you. And I'll be right back. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. This is Dr. Pastor Valerie A. Mills, natural health practitioner. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And in all your getting, get understanding. Are your eyes open? Welcome to Reclaiming Your Life. Stay tuned to be empowered to optimize your state of health. On a previous episode, we expounded about the Old Testament sacrificial system and the importance of getting rid of all tradition. The Spirit of the Most High reminded us of this. The Holy Bible is written for those who are members of His body. There is chaos happening in His body. This show isn't simply for reclaiming your life. It is more so to reclaim his life and to restore his true image in the earth. Recently, during one of my times of communion with the Lord, the following scripture resonated heavily in my spirit. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17, and it reads, Elijah prayed and said, O Lord, I pray, Open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Now before we get into the lesson, let me share this. I love the sciences, and I love the Holy Scriptures. For me, the whole Bible is an anatomy and physiology book. Genesis tells us how things were in the beginning, that is, the individual makeup, the anatomy. And then Genesis also tells about the functional role of what was created, that's the physiology. After the fall of Adam, the original image was shifted and continues to be corrupted even now. The rest of the chapters in the Bible, to me, discusses the chaos that was allowed entrance when Adam chose not to follow the simple instruction of not eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, I have a question for you to think about, and we'll talk about it on another episode. Is the tree of knowledge of good and evil a person or an actual tree? Have you ever considered that? Now, let's get back to our topic. 
We've been talking about the liver for several episodes. We will continue that this week as well. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17, Elijah is requesting that the servant's eyes be opened. Now, I'll refer you to Matthew chapter 6, verse 22, and it reads, The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Now, Luke 34, 11, 34, in the Amplified Version reads this, The eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is clear, meaning spiritually perceptive, focused on God, your whole body is full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But when it is bad or spiritually blind, your body is also full of darkness, devoid of God's word. Be careful, therefore, that the light that is in you is not darkness. So if your whole body is illuminated with no dark part, it will be entirely bright with light, as when the lamp gives you light with its bright rays. Now, I'm going to draw again from the traditional Chinese medicine to help you understand the scriptures from an anatomy and physiology standpoint and then relate it to the spiritual. Remember, you are a three-part being, and we must address all parts of our being to reclaim life so that Abba, Yahweh, Elohim, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit can reclaim His life in the earth. Now, according to traditional Chinese medicine, looking deeply into a person's eyes reveals who they truly are on the inside. In another perspective, observing a person's eyes also foretells of their liver health. Did you get that? Your eyes foretell the health of your liver. That being said, I want to share some ways the eyes give an indication of the health of your liver. Now, I'll be saying some words that chances are you haven't heard, but you will be enlightened nonetheless. So here we go. The first word is scleroicterus. Scleroicterus. Basically, that's the white part of your eye. Sclero is the white part of your eye. Icterus means jaundice or yellowing. So usually, your sclera is white to off-white and opaque. And when the sclera is yellow or jaundice, it is the most common culprit coming from the liver. Yellowing of the eyes is frequently a sign that you have liver damage or liver disease. Jaundice is caused by a buildup of bilirubin, which is a byproduct of old red blood cells the liver can't process. Now, some of you may have seen in children, particularly infants, when they're born, they have a yellow tinge because their liver isn't functioning the way it needs to and it's having challenges um, processing the bilirubin. While most people associate jaundice with yellowing of the skin, the whites of the eyes are typically the first tissue to be affected by an injured liver that is unable to remove bilirubin from the blood supply. So that's scleroicterus. The next phrase is xanthelasma palpebra. These are tiny yellow bumps on the eyelids, and they're sometimes referred to as cholesterol bumps. Xanthelasma palpebra is typically a warning that a person has high cholesterol. These bumps are frequently mistaken for a sty, but xanthelasma palpebra usually consists of multiple very small bumps. Now, because high cholesterol frequently accompanies fat accumulation in the liver, in the liver, xanthelasma palabra could be a warning of the easily missed, very common, and potentially dangerous condition known as fatty liver disease. Now, we'll also talk about fatty liver disease on another episode. So that's xanthelasma palabra. A third phrase is dry eyes. Dry eyes can have different causes and may be accompanied by pale appearance, fatigue, 
blurry vision, thirst, absence of menstruation, muscle cramps, floaters in the eye, and poor night vision. In traditional Chinese medicine, the presence of these symptoms at the same time could indicate liver blood deficiency. So what is liver blood deficiency? Liver blood deficiency can be caused by scarring of the liver or anemia. Both of these problems prevent the flow of blood through the liver. Blood from the liver is believed to moisten and nourish the eyes. So bloodshot eyes, pain, and burning sensations in the eyes are linked to liver heat. Liver heat is usually associated with an inflammation in the liver, such as hepatitis. Now, your eyeball, if it tends to turn upwards or move involuntarily, has been linked with internal liver wind. Internal liver wind is normally associated with extreme heat in the liver. This can be caused by extreme high blood pressure or emotional stress. The reason I'm so drawn to traditional Chinese medicine is that it detects imbalances in the body before they manifest as a full-blown illness because it, it actually looks at the energy that is flowing through the body. And remember, we are energetic beings. We are spirits. We are full energy beings. That being said, labeling symptoms as such, a diagnosis of a liver blood deficiency in traditional Chinese medicine does not necessarily imply liver disease. So, there's a dark mark, Dr. Mark Grossman, who is an acupuncturist and osteopathic doctor. This is what he says. The body does not work as a series of parts in isolation, but as a, a dynamically integrated living system. Every cell in the body has receptors for neurotransmitters. So, in a real sense, every cell is a nerve cell. This biological awareness of every cell is really the foundation of vision. Now, the Webzine Natural News further explains this. A healthy liver is soft and open. This softness permits the free flow of blood and energy throughout the body directly to the eyes. A healthy liver keeps the blood clean and pure and thus directly improves eyesight. So, when we rejuvenate the liver, we directly promote healthy vision. So, now listen, we're talking about a liver, a physical organ. But consider this. You may also have... Um, some stagnation in your spiritual being. So if we are members of... Hey, everybody, that's all we have time for today. But I want to thank Dr. Valerie A. Mills for joining us here today on Take It to the Max. Of course, you already know if you're looking for me, go to LatanyaWorsham.com. That's L-A-T-O-N-J-A-W-O-R-S-H-A-M. Also, too, thank you again for listening to our segment, Speak to My Heart. Thank you to Tony Emmahill today for her teachable moment and all those wonderful things that we get the opportunity to do here at at the Truth Network. So God bless you. Uh, keep keep joining us every Sunday at 4 o'clock p.m., whether it be here on our network or here on the Truth Network. So uh, God bless you and uh, have a wonderful, blessed and empowering day. Oh, and most importantly, always remember in everything that you do, always remember to take it to the max. God bless you. And I know Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.